now, Brandon Thickboy Shaw. What is popping? It is Monday, July 3rd. Happy 4th of July. If you're watching this on Tuesday, the summer holiday extravaganza is here. A lot of fireworks. It's just not the same when we were kids, is it? I used to go buy fireworks. It was so lit. No, you can't. It's doing forest fires. and <laughs> You still buy fireworks? You bought some last year, I, I bought some for you. You didn't use them, though, right? I know. Well, yeah. it's illegal. I know. They're too it's crazy. Illegal. So it's a good thing you didn't use yeah, them. Nice yeah. try. I still have a huge box. Hey, nice try. I'm not going to use. You still have a huge box? That they fly like crazy. Yeah, that's what you want, man. Yeah, like My kids have no Like They just watch them in the sky. They have no idea the danger shit we used it to do. It is dangerous. Oh, my God. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. You can't do any of it. Like you can't, you can't even do snakes and like sparklers. I think you can do those, but I'm not sure which city. I don't know, but allowed. you can't. There's nowhere to buy them unless you're going like outskirts, like Vegas, Wyoming. That's still true. Do, does it? Since I've been living around here, I don't <clears> see any places that they used do. to pop up yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, it's just like fireworks. You go in there, and parking you, lots. You grab there. the basket. My dad would just has put stuff in there. <laughs> like, can we get this one? Like that big, like weird, like black cat thing with like this dragon on it. You'd like, like, God damn, what's gonna happen, dude? So fun, man. Sure, some people got burnt and lost an eye, but it was all Lost good. hands, yep, arms. Oh, yeah, remember that uh, football player for the Jets blew his hand off with, I think it was like an M80, though. M80s are just little things of dynamite. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Boy, we were living, though, man. It was fun. So a guy lost a hand. Come on, man. <laughs> someone threw an M80 into, you know, when I went to PE in high school, someone threw an M80 in the stall next to me as I'm peeing. Yeah, cherry bomb, we call it. And I couldn't hear for like, I don't know, like a t- 10 minutes or something. I was scared that I lost my, you know. Well, that's hearing. like most deaf from uh, Italian job. That's what happened to him. Oh, really? <laughs> in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, but kids just have no clue, man. No, that's fucked Fourth up. of July used to be so lit. Now, here, watch these in the sky. They don't know. You guys do anything for the fourth? Nah. Nah. I'm at barbecue. We kind of did a big family barbecue yesterday. Pool, just chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's dope, though. It's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> I was fresh off the road from Covina, Covina, California. Shout out to Covina. Uh, I, I've never been there. I got to be honest, I've never even heard of it. It's about 45 minutes away. There's big David Lucas joined me for it. Um, yeah, it was fun, man. It was fun for sure. Um, Covina's dope. It's a dope little area. And I will definitely be back. New club out there, Laugh Factory. They got one out there, man. It's like a little theater. It was really dope. So I will definitely be back. Shout out to Covina. It's a great spot, man. And I didn't feel like a a road gig because I was driving back every night. It only took 45 minutes to get back home. But shout out to Covina. Had some great pizza with the Cody brothers. Sean Cody, who played at USC, then played eight years in the NFL. I think for the Lions. He was on the, like, Owen 16 Lions team. You don't have to look him up, Jen. But uh, him and his brother opened a pizza shop called, I think it's Trap Pizza. Not like Trap House, but T-R-A-P pizza. Man, is it good. Good pizza. That's all the people recommended was pizza and coffee. So we had Trap Pizza. We had uh, Devil's Pizza, which was good. But Trap Pizza was fantastic, man. So if you're in Covina area, go check out Trap Pizza. And the great Sean Cody and his big bro, big bro, they're both thick boys, on that pizza joint. So go check it out. Uh, as far as the fight game goes, you had a uh, – you had a, you know, not a great card, um, but you did have Sean Strickland 
doing it, just beating up another Dagestanian via Germany, Magomedov. Uh, he, he melted this dude. And on paper, and there, there's a reason why Strickland was a favorite, but you, on paper, you look at uh, Magomedov's, the way he fights, his style, his skill level, even though he hasn't fought at a super high level, but I think the dude's 21, 20 and one. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see I could pose some problems for Sean Strickland, and he's a big dude too. He's 25 and five. He's a he was a big dude, bigger than Sean. Um, good wrestling, good overall skill set. First ki- first fight in the UFC, f- Spartan kicked homeboy Dustin in the face in the first round, nineteen seconds. Dude was a beast, and Sean Strickland just melts these Dagestanians, dude. Just melts them. I mean, I thought this would be a tough matchup. Thought it would maybe go five rounds and Strickland edge it out, maybe. Dude, he melted homeboy. Just his pressure. And I don't think I've ever seen a daddy standing like just mentally break like that. He just beat the shit yeah. out of this kid. Now he was saying, he goes, yeah, I think I deserve a shot against uh, Izzy. Izzy. Yeah. And when I heard first, my initial reaction, when I heard him like, ah, that doesn't make too much sense. Because you look at his last two, his last three fights, right? He lost to Cannonier. They took that fight on short notice, beat the shit out of another savage. Most people don't know in, uh, uh, Imanov, right? Imanov, yeah. Im- Imanov beat him, um, and then he gets this Magomedov. Where everyone's like, "Who is this cat?" And you look at him like, "Jesus Christ!" Starches him. Uh, before that, obviously lost to Pierre. That one's whatever that happens. The Jared Cannonier split decision, so it's not too bad. Um, but when you look at the state of the middleweight division, it's like I could see him. I could see him definitely get it. You know, because obviously there's a big indicator with Robert Whitaker. And Duplessis this Saturday, which we'll get into. Um, and there's a reason Duplessis jumped, kind of jumped the queue a little bit. And he's fighting Robert Whitaker, but they want Duplessis versus Izzy. They need fresh meat for Izzy. Mm-hmm. That's why Alex Pierre got fast tracked. That's why Sean Strickland, they thought was good. You know, if he beat Canair, he was going to get the title shot. Um, they're trying to get fresh meat for Izzy because he's beat everybody, everybody. Some of them he's beat them twice. Sometimes, you know, He's beat him three times, you know, so it's like there's not a lot of meat for Izzy up there. <clears throat> so they're trying to find narratives. Sean Strickland could be a good narrative. They had that trash talk back at what well, UFC, whatever it was, when they're on the same card. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely, I prefer Sean Strickland over, <clears throat> I can't say that I'm a big Robert Whitaker fan. If Robert Whitaker gets it done, he deserves a title shot. Tough to do that one, but yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah, what yeah. else are you going to do? I know. So, but if it's not Whitaker, you could see Strickland getting a shot because you look at the other guys as he's beat everybody, mm-hmm. you know? You think Duplessis is better? You look at the top, I think Duplessis ranked six. You look at the top five, you're telling me Duplessis has more skill than those other guys we're talking about? I think Duplessis, Duplessis, Vittori is a fun one. Um, Cannon Air would be a good matchup. Uh, Whitaker is a nightmare for him. Obviously, Alex Pierre's not even middleweight anymore, but it, there's some tough matchups. Duplessis, Sean Strickland would be a fun one. That'd be a really fun one. I'm not mad at that. But they're just trying to figure out like what to do mm. for Izzy up there. And they just need contenders. But Robert Whitaker, clear cut, should get a tall shot if he beats Duplessis. Um, yeah, Sean Strickland, just that dude. <laughs> just melts him. Just melts him and then gives you hot takes on the pre-fight pressers and the post fight pressers yeah. coming in hot dude <laughs> super hot i mean coming hot yeah. sponsor like nah man nah man you better enjoy that win money because we ain't paying sponsors like monsters like mm-mm, mm-mm. but you know it, he's i think he 
he's refreshing he's he's refreshing till he's not like right now it's cool and he's you know firing off the cuff and doing his thing and his background's insane and he's a he's just different and that's why we dig it now you start to lose a bunch that's that that stick stick gets really old but right now he's winning doing his thing he's taking these short notice fights you know he's fighting these guys that aren't even ranked in the top freaking 20 and he's you know he's beating them for the ufc mm-hmm. just taking out dudes left and right that we've never heard of no one can pronounce that are names. really tough too they're tough yeah. and he's just melting these yep. dudes so you know it's a good story i'm a sean strickland fan i really am he's a savage all right let's take a little break from chatting all things ufc 290 this episode of the shop show july 4th special is brought to you by my friends at happy hippo the best kratom on the freaking planet and boy, are they giving you quite the opportunity here because their July 4th sale is going down. All right. And the sale runs out on the July 5th. So you got it for 48 hours. The entire site, you can mix and match. You get, if you buy two products, you get one free. Mix and match. Uh, you can do the K dips, you can do the gels, you can do the gummies, the powders, the instant shots, which I use, the butterscotch or sour apple. You can get the K dips, the Kratom uh, highly concentrated shots and sour apple, and the K dips. Mix and match. Buy two, get one free. This sale goes on to July 5th. It's for 48 hours. And you can save, uh, was it 20% off when you go to happyhippo.com? Promo code is thick23 as usual. Thick 23, 3Cs, 23, you save 10, or 20% off the entire website, but take advantage of this July 4th sale. It ends on July 5th. Again, that's buy two, get one free, site-wide, mix and match, whatever you're looking for. Now's the time to get on it because you're going to buy two and get one free at happyhippo.com. July 4th sale is here through the 5th. Get you some. Let's get back to the program. Uh, but the UFC 290 is here. It's the best card we've had in a hot freaking second the i mean the the prelims are solid the early prelims are good but that the main card do take my money uh it starts with uh it starts with the the bow nickel the last of the great white hype bow nickel uh versus gore uh this is if you've ever seen a uh, Jurassic park when they're they pull out the goat for the t-rex that's all this is <laughs> i get and i'm all I'm I'm always the biggest advocate of bringing a guy up slow, especially a guy as talented as Bo Nickel, a big prospect like this. You got to bring him up slow, but this does this is to me is it's no shame against Gore, man. It's just Bo Nickel's kind of a once in a generational talent. I I agree, bring him up slow, but this is like a step back. This is like Bo Nickel. You know, if this is a math test, is in AP calculus, and he's going back doing subtraction. Like, no, we got to keep make it more difficult to keep going this way. You see, like, no, nah, let's just give him a big win on this card. That's all this is. There's no rhyme or reason Gore should be fighting Bo Nick. I know Bo Nick is only 4 0, and Gore's 4 2. Two of those wins, they're counting from Ultimate Fighter, which I th- agree they should count. So he's 4 2. But most of the time, they don't count those. So his actual UFC record is 1 2 against a prospect like Bo Nickel. He's going to eat his dick like Kobayashi, dude. He's going to eat him alive, you know, however he wants, however he wants, you know, however he wants. You know, obviously there's the Hail Mary where Gore, if Bo Nickel does a, you know, weird takedown, which is so, which isn't going to happen. But he could, you know, if he shoots in wrong, gets his neck, the guillotine's there. 
outside that weird Hail Mary, this is a complete beatdown. A, a Bonick obvious submission under two minutes, I bet. He gets him down early if he wants. But he could also, his team could also be like, hey, let's use this as a learning experience. Get some cage time. Let's keep it on the feet for the first round or two. And then when we decide, get him down. Now, I think to add more momentum to the Bo Nickel train, he needs to go out there and absolutely demolish him in 30 seconds. That's what I would do. Forget your experience. You got all that wrestling experience. We'll work on that. After this, hopefully they toss you a tougher opponent. We can get some actual cage time in. But for, for this, to build the hype, mm-hmm. get a next fight, a big name next fight, we need to starch this dude. If you struggle with him <clears throat> or the fans or Dana thinks that this is a competitive fight, they're not going to put you where you need to go next. So if I'm Bo Nick, I'm like, whatever it takes, as fast as we can, rip this dude's dick off. <laughs> Eat his dick off. <laughs> Eat his dick. That's what I do, dude. Uh, so Bo Nickel via however the hell he wants to do. Uh, but that'd be a fun one. It's always good to see a guy come up like Bo Nickel. He's one of my faves. Uh, Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker. My man Dan Hooker cannot get a, a easy fight. I know it's Dan Hooker. He has all the experience. But my God, man, this is not a great fight for him. Jalen Turner is a mother trucker, dude. His, his, you know, he's just he's good at everything. You look at his fight against Gamrot. I just... It's tough, man. And I, some people had him beating Gamrot, which says a lot, you know. I, I would say he outstruck Gamrot. Obviously, the grappling was an issue, the takedowns. Um, but this this isn't a this isn't a good one for him. Gamrot, our boy Matt Favrola beat him. Steamroller beat him. But uh, since that lost our boy Steamroller, he's been. He's won one, two, three, four, five, five out of six. The only loss coming that since 2020 was to Gamrat, which was a split decision. A lot of people think uh, Jalen Turner won that fight. It's it's just a bad fight for our boy. It is, and I love Dan Hooker. I love him. Dan Hooker's one of the good – I love Dan Hooker. It just sucks, dude. Out of all the matchups, you give him Jalen Turner. They're supposed to fight before, got rescheduled. I just don't like it for Dan Hooker. You know, he's a lot of miles on him. Jalen Turner is a mother trucker, dude. So, yeah, I got Bo Nickel, <clears throat> Jalen Turner, good fight. Dan Hooker's never in a boring fight where he gets, you know, just molly whopped. But, um, God, stylistically tough fucking fight for our boy Dan Hooker. Uh, how about this, the third fight on the card, Robert Whitaker, uh, Duplices. Yep. This is another one where, obviously, Duplices, I think it's just the state of the middleweight division. They're trying to find fresh meat for uh, Izzy, the champ, the great Izzy, the pound-for-pound pound Izzy. Uh, there could not be a worse matchup for Duplices in the middleweight division. I mean, 1 through 50, there could be a worse matchup for him. Robert Whitaker, to go, hey, Duplices, you'll get to Izzy, but you got to get through Robert Whitaker first. You might as well just be like, it's never happening. It's just a nightmare for him, an absolute nightmare. I don't see in any facet how he gets it done. Uh, if you and this is no, I, I'm not. I'm, it's not that I dislike Duplice. It's just it's very black and white. If you're being subjective here, if you look at Duplice's wins, you know the Darren Till win. Darren Till could have won that fight. Definitely could have won that fight. There was times you thought Darren Till was going to win that fight. His coach said it's a, a nose issue. He had surgery. He was only breathing eight percent, which is all crock of shit. But Hopefully, his cardio got better. But Darren Till, there's definitely opportunities for Darren Till to win that fight. Uh, Derek Brunson, there was opportunities for Derek Brunson to win that fight. You know? And if you look at Robert Whitaker, he hasn't lost since 2014 to 
anybody but in middleweight to anybody but the best Izzy. Nobody beats Robert Whitaker unless your name's Izzy. It's nuts, dude. And look at his resume. Just go through a, a few of the names. Uh, Derek Brunson, he starched him. Uh, Jock Gray starched him. Yoel Romero, uh, Yoel Romero twice. One of those was awful, right? Um, Darren Till, uh, Jared Cannonier, Kevin Gaslam, Marvin Vittori. And, you know, he pieced up Marvin Vittori, man. And anytime he fights these guys, it's not very close either. He's just a bad motherfucker. If there, if Izzy was born at a different time or Izzy was at light heavyweight, you, like Robert Whitaker's one of the greatest, if not the greatest middleweight to ever do it. It just sucks. The day he was born, the day Izzy was born, same time, <laughs> same same weight class. So you know he's the he's the second best we got. But boys, it, it's Izzy, Robert Whitaker, and then everybody else. Izzy is above everybody by a landslide. And then Robert Whitaker's above everybody by a landslide, and then the rest of the division. That's just what it is. So Robert Whitaker's the best middleweight, not named Izzy of all time, I think, hands down. Robert Whitaker gets this done. Would have to give him a title shot against Izzy for a third one. I'm not mad at it. I'd watch it. It's just tough when you see it so many times, you know? Yeah. It's tough. Uh, in the co main event, um, five rounder for the flyweight championship, Bram Moreno, uh, Pantoja. Pantoja is the be- I think the most talented, the best fighter to not be a world champion on the roster. He is so goddamn good. He's so good. Um, his grappling, the the way he handles transitions, his aggressiveness. He's a bad motherfucker. He now here's the thing too. He's beat Brandon Moreno twice. He beat him in the Ultimate Fighter House, and they he beat him in 2018. Via uh, decision on that UFC fight night, Maya versus Kamaru Usman in Chile. So he has two wins over the champ. Now, is this a case of he just says Bram Moreno's number? I don't know, but I would say as good as Pantoja is, Bram Moreno from 2018 has gotten a lot better. A lot, world, like leaps and bounds better. His confidence is up there. He's been in there at the highest level with a best guys he's defended his belt he's lost the belt he got the belt back against him i mean figurito who's an absolute monster um you know his fights against brandon roy val um just juicier formiga is kai care of france he's just done the damn thing man he's a bad dude uh i just think even though he's never got a win over pantoja and I think most people would say a two and zero, dude. He's, he he has his number there. This is a little different because I think you're dealing with a Brand Moreno, who's a championship Brand Moreno. And like Teddy Atlas says, once you become champion, it just gives you like a twenty percent boost in your skill set and your confidence. Um, I think Brand Moreno gets it done. I really do. Now that's saying a lot because Pantoja. The the one thing that bothers me on this fight is Moreno does. When he's in scrambles and stuff, he gives up his back a lot. And Pantoja, with his jiu-jitsu, how good he is on the ground, if he even has a glimpse to get a hold of Moreno's neck, it, this one's over. And you have a new world champion from Brazil, right? Um, but I, Bram Moreno knows that. But it, it's not so crazy to say that Saturday night, UFC 290 could be an awful night if you're Mexican. For my wife, her family, don't tell them this, but it could be a tough night. Like Pantoja's no fucking punk, man. This isn't a walk in the park. It's probably not it's probably gonna go all five rounds. Could be super controversial too. Like it they match up very well with each other. 
um, then Yair Rodriguez and Alex Volkanovsky in the main event. Again, it could be a tough night for Mexican fans. Tough, tough night. Very tough night. You have two Mexicans lose their belt. Like Yair Rodriguez has the interim belt. Mm. Bram Reno has his belt at flyweight. I get there's it's not far fetched to say Mexico goes zero and two. I would say more likely Bram Reno wins. I'm picking Bram Reno, but that's a tough fucking fight. Alex Volkanovski, Yair Rodriguez. Again, I think Volkanovski. What we saw him do at lightweight. After I saw him compete against Makachev at lightweight, I went, "Oh, there ain't a featherweight on this planet that's going to beat that dude." Every featherweight w- would watch that Makachev fight, be like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" I, there's not another guy at 45 who'd go up there and do that to Makachev. Um, you know, I do think Volkanovski's the best to ever do it at 145, hands down. He's the hands down the best to ever do it at 45. Uh, I could see him winning that fight against Makachev. It was a super controversial decision. They gave it to Makachev, but still, the, just the way he took Makachev down, his success on the ground, even when Makachev got him down, he was never in any big trouble, would get back to his feet. You see the strength of, Vol- of Volkanovski. Volkanovski's like Matt Hughes and Tank Abbott had a baby. You know, and he's just tough. As, he's the toughest guy to ever do at 45. And I, I think it's the difference from back in the day to now. The guys back in the day were just tough as nails, man. They weren't flashy. Didn't give a shit about TikTok and Twitter and all this stuff. They just fought, and they were tough as nails. And Volkanovski's that dude with way more skill than those gentlemen I mentioned. Way more skill. Um, I just don't see anybody beat him at 45. And the shame is if Volkanovski decided to make a living at 55, Yair is your champion. Ain't, ain't that a bitch? Yair Rodriguez is the best 145-er not named Alex Volkanovsky. There's a common theme with this card here, you know? But unfortunately for Yair Rodriguez, he's born in the same kind of areas, you know, Volkanovsky, same time frame there. What are they, four years difference? Sorry, man. Yeah, you're the best to, to do it at 45, not named Volkanovsky. Now, Yair Rodriguez, what he does have in his arsenal is – he can pull something off, whether it's you know uh, unexpected kick or Volkanovski like he did against uh, Makachev when he kept going to the body, he got caught coming up. That could happen. And Yair Rodriguez does has the the knockout power to get it done uh, with one of those hell marys, and he's always dangerous. So he does have that going for him. But I think nine time nine times out of ten, Volkanovski beats the shit out of Yair Rodriguez. Hate to tell you guys, but Yair does have that. You know, that arsenal where the kicks can't really train for his weird uh, transition submissions. He, he has that weird X factor that you can't really train for. So that could catch a guy like Volkanovsky. The odds are very low. but he, he And that would be the only way he wins. He's, he can't go toe-to-toe with Volkanovsky for five rounds to beat him. If it, if it goes decision, it's a landslide win for Volkanovsky. I think the first round or two, there's going to be a lot of feeling out with kicks. But no one closed distance better than Volkanovski, even though he's the shorter fighter by far. I think Yair's 5'11". Volkanovski covers ground better than anybody in the UFC. So the height's not a big deal. Um, so I think it's going to be a long night in the office fight for Yair Rodriguez. Super long night. Sucks. I agree, though. Yeah. I don't know how you'd pick against Volkanovski. The closer fight on the card would be Bram Moreno. Pantoja. That's the closest fight on the main card is Moreno Pantoja. I I just you know, Yair Rodriguez surprised me. I'm a huge Rod- Rodriguez fan, you know, and my household loves fucking Yair Rodriguez. <laughs> but um you if you look at the if you go back to the main card, Jen, yeah. 
if you look at the card, it's it. There's a lot of mismatches. There's a lot, you know, Volkanovski. If he if he's checked in, focus doesn't get caught with anything. He should beat the shit out of Yair Rodriguez. Robert Wicker, Duplessis, awful matchup for Duplessis. Robert Wicker should mop the floor with him. Turner, Dan Hooker's tough fight for Dan Hooker. Then Bo Nickel and Gore to get on my face. You know, it's just it is what it is. But it's gonna be a great night of fights. Meaning you're gonna get some dope ass knockouts, dope finishes. And if there's an upset, hell yeah, it could be card of the year. But if everything goes according to the way Vegas odds has it, you're gonna you're gonna have a landslide, man. These fights aren't gonna be close, except for Bram Moreno, Pantoja. Other than that, these are all landslides. What are your thoughts on Robert Lawler versus Nico Price? What version of Robbie Lawler do we get? Is he saying that this is his last one for sure? Yep, that's what he says. His last one. I, you know, you got to be a goddamn communist to root against Robbie Lawler. You know, so uh, tough fight for him. You know, but I'll take Robbie Lawler in his, you know, his retirement fight. Yeah. What? How the Jimmy Crew Alonzo Menafield is a fun one. Yeah. What do the odds have it for? Uh, for Lawler? Yeah, I assume he's a dog. Yeah, plus twenty five versus minus two fifty five for price. Bro. Poe Nichols minus thirteen hundred. <laughs> like I said, dude, that's when that's when you know you're eating dicks, dude. When you're a minus thirteen hundred in the UFC on the main card, yeah. When's the last time somebody on the main card was that big of a favorite? Like it's it's very rare. That's how big of a prospect he is. But to to my point, how this is a lot like this main card, a great card, definitely buy it. It's a phenomenal fight. Some big stars and be some big knockouts. But if you just look at the odds. So the main card kicks off with Bo Nickel Gore at Bo Nickel's a minus thirteen hundred. That's insane. Then Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner's a minus two fifty. It's a pretty big favorite, man. And then Robert Whitaker or Duplessis is a minus four ten. That's a massive, massive Robert, favorite. Yeah. Massive favorite. If this was NBA or NFL, the the odds are never minus four ten. But if it was, you'd bet every penny you have on the NFL team. Uh, Bram Moreno, P- Pantoja, to my point, it's a little closer, minus 180, plus 55. And then Volkanovski, Yair Rodriguez, again, I'm not throwing any shade at Yair, Yair Rodriguez, but Volkanovski's a minus 410 in a championship fight. That's insane, dude. That's how much better these champions are. These the Robert Whitaker's not champion, but like you said, he's an outlier in that middleweight division. They're just such outliers. Mm-hmm. They, this is what we're getting. You're getting a guy who's a minus 410. You're getting a guy who's a minus 410. Like Alex Volkanovsky and Robert Wicker are both minus 410. That's insane odds. Insane. So only way Duplices, Duplices, I just, I don't see how he wins in any facet. I don't. I don't see it with the skill set. It's the worst matchup of all time for a middleweight division, besides Izzy probably. And then for Yai Rodriguez, if you're going to bet on a dog, he's probably your best bet because he does. Like, Duplices don't have that X factor where he has that explosive spinning kicks or these weird jumping kicks, the knees, the the guillotines, the triangles. Yair has that. So if you're going to bet on a dog, you're going to bet on the Hail Mary of Yair, Yair Rodriguez and Volkanovski having some slip up or something he hasn't seen, Yair pulls it off. But other than that, this it should be called, you know, UFC 290. UFC 290 favorites. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Yeah, UFC 290s eating dicks. Ah. Damn. Good card, though. It is. Just a lot of mismatches. Yeah. That initial, Bo Nickel, Gore, minus 1300. It's like, okay, 
That's more than Holloway Korean Zombie. <laughs> Which yeah. Is crazy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, because the reason why that's lower is because Holloway Korean Zombies mean no grappling. So they're like, all right, well, someone can get caught. Bo Nickel is such a good wrestler. Like, like, well, if he wants to, he's just going to take him down and beat him in three seconds. Yeah. That's why the odds are that way. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good ass card. It's just a lot of mismatches besides Bram Moreno, Pantoja. It's what it is, man. Let's take a little break. Last break, fam. Last break before we finish Breakdown UFC 290. This episode of the Shop Show is brought to you by Audit. On it supplements, but not just supplements. On it nootropics, the best nootropic on the planet. We're talking about Alpha Brain, they've sold over a million freaking bottles worldwide. A million freaking bottles of nootropic. That's how good it is. Here's the thing: if you never tried it, give it a shot. They will refund your money if you don't love it. No return necessary. Keep the Alpha Brain shirt with a friend who's not so ungrateful. But if you do love it, they have so much for you, man. Because this nootropic Alpha Brain, you have Alpha Brain Black, Alpha Brain Instant, the regular Alpha Brain, uh, Alpha Brain Shots. You got all, I prefer the Alpha Brain Black. That's what I use on every single show. Aids in mental processing. It's caffeine-free. Helps you get to that flow state. Promotes focus. Supports your memory. You can think more clearly under stress. React more clearly. They got it all, man. So go to onit.com slash shop. Save 10% off everything. All the on it uh, alpha brains, the instant, the shots, the alpha brain black. You get ten percent off all that. Then also got the best nutrition on the planet. We're talking about protein powders, creatine, multivitamins, uh, the shroom tech, the total gut health. They got it all. The summer's here. It's a thick boy summer. But let on it help you lose and shed some of those pounds. They have on demand workouts. They got streaming fitness. They got steel club maces, kettlebells, battle ropes. They got everything you need. So your ass isn't so thick. Go to onit.com slash shop, get 10% off. Let's get back to the program. What do you got, Jen? All righty. Oh, so <laughs> Alex Bahia posted this on his Twitter, and this is him watching Sean Strickland win. I guess they're homies now. They train together. Yeah, they train together. Yeah. So, I, But the thing I saw in this video that was interesting was the dude, I'm sure he's just like, you know, whatever, physical therapist or whatever, but yeah. the way he has his hand on his his left ass cheek and he's just like massaging wait people have a problem with this no no I, I personally just saw this and i started laughing i don't know why it's like on his hip no but his uh, his left hand's on his uh his it's <laughs> on his hip really it's weird huh Chin? you're it's weird, a little huh? weird no it was just funny to me i don't know he's rubbing his rib or whatever yeah yeah you could and there's like ointment you can kind of tell yeah i mean it's like uh yeah tiger? but for me it was interesting it was funny so interesting why? Um, all right, let's go. Actually, let's start with. Okay, this this sucks. So Henry Cejudo, I guess he messed up his shoulder, so he's out of the fight with Cheeto Vera. This is what's weird is, like, the problem is Dana announced it, and then Cejudo's like, "No, nah, I'm not ready, man. Like, my shoulder's not good." But he announced it, and they're just not checking. It's just stupid to put the pressure on Cejudo, mm. and he's like, "Nah, I'm not good, man. I can't fight. I'll try. Nope, I can't." Like, why not check with these guys before you announce it? I mean, that's what they do, though, right? So he said, unfortunately, due to my right sh shoulder, I won't be able to fight. I've already torn my left shoulder where I was out for about a year. I don't want to tear further than what it already is. That being said, there's a tear there. The cat's out of the bag. It's actually a 50% tear. Yeah. 50%. So if he would have fought Cheeto, tears it even worse. You know, it's probably, that's probably career ender. So he's being smart about it. It's just weird that 
the UFC would announce it. We're like, oh, damn. I think it's actually better for Cheeto. I didn't like that fight for Cheeto. And we love Cheeto here. Of course, yeah. Uh, so someone, I guess a fan would sock. I don't know if this is like legit, but this is a moment when Henry Cejudo was doing a breakdown of the fights. And then he, I'll just play it for you real quick. Like if he's on bottom, he's dangerous because the way he hits, like he goes this way and then he's throwing elbows. Ooh, I just hurt my shoulder. Um, he goes, he, you know what I mean? Like he, it's definitely not when he tore it. No, but Jesus I'm sure that, that, but little movements, even like coughing, if your shoulder's back, torn, yeah. it's going to be terrible. It's definitely not when he injured it. Yeah. Is that what <laughs> so they're saying? They're saying like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good for an eagle-eyed fan. In the real world, no, that's not how it works. And this is uh, Cheeto's response to the, oh, by the way, so Cheeto is asking for Peter Yan now. Peter Yan? That's who he should have been fighting, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is his response to uh, Cejudo not doing the fight. Well, fuck. <laughs> he's the best well fuck what are you gonna do i know yeah he's the best yeah he's great uh this we talked about it, it was a rumor before but now it's official ufc it says that uh, shafkat rangmanov versus kelvin gaslin yeah my initial reaction like jesus christ a terrible fight for kelvin gaslin that is terrible but then when you think think about it i mean kelvin was supposed to be a world champion he had world champion written all over him He's just a little on discipline. He's always should have been fighting at 170. But he's just what he's doing for this fight. Yeah. yeah. So this is back at 170. Mm-hmm. If it's a good cut for Kelvin, it's a good fight. If Kelvin's being disciplined and he's focused and he's doing it right and making the right weight cut, Kelvin at 170 is a bad motherfucker, man. But if it's the Kelvin that's depleted and doesn't want to be in there, you know, then he's going to get murked. The undisciplined one. But it seems like he, you know, he's older, more mature. He's talking about how he's made a lot of mistakes and he's learned from those and Kelvin at 170, that's 85, even though he was a bad dude at 85, you look at his fight with Izzy, one of the best, to me, top two middleweight fights of all time, and that's at 85, he has no business being at 85, he's too mm-hmm. small, it's just not the weight class for him, he should be at 70, so if it's a good cut for him, Kelvin Gaston's a bad dude at, yeah. at 70. All right, so for UFC 290, Sean Brady was supposed to fight that awesome dude from Australia, Jack Della Maddalena. I know. But uh, Sean Brady had some really messed up thing. Elbow to his issues. Elbow, yeah. That's his thing. I guess there's, it's called strep infection, streptococcus or something like that. But his elbow got inflamed like crazy and like build up fluid. So he had to get out of that fight. Um, here's some pictures of it. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But um, so Kevin Holland actually said he would step in without a catch weight for Jack Della Madalena. That, so that would have been a me. I, I, to me, that would have been the fight to do. And I'll just play this from Kelvin. <laughs> or not Kelvin. From Kevin Holland. And by the way, he uses this thumbnail, which I'll get to this story after this, of uh, Paula Costa and Tracy Cortez. Um, and I'll just play this for you real quick. They're saying, Jack will take anybody from 170 and 185. Well, I think I'm the perfect candidate. I used to fight at 185, and now I actively fight at 170. Look. We all know I can make 185 one week and then 170 a couple weeks later. You guys are talking about damage and this and this and that and the third. Well, like I said before, there's a good chance Michael Kiesta might pull out the fight anyways. So I fight Jack at 185. Kiesta pulls out. It's no longer a big deal. If Kiesta stays in, I then go in there and do a grappling match against Kiesta at 170 pounds a couple weeks later. It's just nothing. It's just like all sticking to the diet and all sticking to the script. 
One's a striker, one's a grappler. I think it makes perfect sense. You guys are all worried about Jack, but to be honest with you, I don't think Jack touches me for 15 minutes. Jack's one hell of a nice guy, but we're talking about fighting. We're not talking about nice people here. <laughs> and then he posts again. And give it a little second here. And this here, there, and other nudes, Paulo Costa's a complete savage. I'm done. Oh, there's... So we'll get to that stuff, but I mean, yeah. so I wish they would have done that fight. They didn't, though. They put no. in some other dudes. So Josiah yeah. Harrell, he's undefeated. Was he seven or no? Seven or no? So he's legit, but he's not from the UFC. He's coming in from the LFA. But uh, yeah, I think Holland would have been the fight. That would have been amazing. But been he does sick. have to fight Kiza in three three weeks. They're not going to do that because that yeah. can because let's say he goes in there, it's a tough fight for both of them, man. It's not yeah. going to be an easy night in the office. So let's say he gets beat up, then they got to find a replacement for. Kiesa, and that's fucked up to Kiesa. That's why they don't do that. But I wish it would happen. Yeah. Okay. So I'm bringing this up because it is pretty popping in the MMA news right now, mm -hmm. but it is just sort of like, you know, it's just more, you know, bullshit stuff. So uh, I didn't know this, but Brian Ortega and his ex girlfriend, Tracy Cortez, they broke up at some point. You didn't know that? I didn't I had know a that. Hot second. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, know. Well, I had no idea. Yeah. But then Polo Costa posted this picture with him and her um, on, it says Happy Friday. And they used to date? What's up? I th did they used to date? Who, Paulo Costa? Yeah. I don't know. Cortez? I don't think so, but... Because hmm. Paulo Costa does have like a girlfriend or... Yeah, now. Right now. Yeah. 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 So he posted this and then people went crazy. You're like, oh, blah, blah. Brian, you dropped the ball, this and that. For sure. And then so Brian, I guess it, he got tagged so much that he had to do this little post. So everyone out here talking about I fumbled, y'all must not know the rules of the game. When you drop the ball in accent, that's a fumble. When you throw it away on purpose, that's called a completed pass. Top G shit. Yeah, so he did, you know, say something about it, and then Tracy Cortez wrote this. She's talking about Brian right here. Yeah, she's like clearly shit. No, no, yeah, but yeah. people can't. People it says so. Tracy' response to that was, "Let me just say to this day, uh, I've yet to say anything negative about you or bash your name. Don't start throwing shade now. I'm blessed." And then it got to this point where Paulo Costa posted this on a Saturday. So the first post was Friday, and he just shows this random girl's ass that he's grabbing on a Saturday. And people are assuming that it's I mean, crazy. I'm sure Paulo is wanting this to, yeah. Well, yeah, no shit, Chad. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's doing it. So then I looked it up to see his girlfriend or his wife, and then that, that's his girl. And then I saw her like actually respond to one of the commenters. The commenter said, like, oh, he's hooking up with that Tracy Cortez person. He goes, no, the only person he's hooking up with is this beautiful manager because she manages yeah, Paula. She's she manager. did delete that comment though. And then uh, Paula just po posted uh, afterwards, most beautiful That's cool. in the planet. So anyway, it's, it's a dumb thing, but it is like popping. Yeah, in, I know. Uh, it's yeah. news for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just real housewives of UFC, right? <laughs> it's just the drama in the UFC. Yeah, it's weird. And Paula's just been popping on the internet like crazy. That's too. what he does. Like yeah. he crushes it on there. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a quick boxing one. So Canelo Alvarez, he wanted to, f I guess he was going to fight the, one of the Charlo brothers. He is fighting the Charlo brothers. Yeah. So I think the original one was Jamal. I always mess up the names though. Jamal, he was supposed to fight. Jamal. Uh, Jamal and Jamal. So I think he was supposed to fight Jamal first, but then Jamal had some personal issues. So Jamal stepped in to do the fight. He wanted to do it on Mexican independence day, but since Dana White apparently got all the different venues that Canelo wanted to do and that date. He has to move it towards uh, September 30th instead of September 16th. Oh, interesting. Which is Mexican Independence Day. Yeah, it's just a question. It's weird because Canelo always fights on there. But I don't get why they can't do it on the same. Canelo would crush. Because I think Canelo wanted that particular venue. 
the in Vegas. It's in Vegas, yeah. 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 I uh, think T-Mobile. I yeah, assume. so probably like it would have been the best option. Well, he always does it there too. Mm. That's what's weird. I'm surprised that the the T-Mobile went with. Well, I mean, it's the UFC. They yeah. kind of run it, and they're yeah. killing it right now too. So yeah, true. What do you think about this? This is uh, Jorge Mazidal's organization. Good it's like for Jorge. Bare knuckle MMA. And he just booked a uh, Junior Dos Santos Insane versus Fabi- uh, Fabrizio Verdum. Yeah, bare knuckle. Insane. Yeah, good for Jorge, man. Massive fight, dude. He had like great fights. Because this was supposed to, I thought this can go down in bare knuckle, but well, this is bare knuckle MMA. Yeah, but yeah, but it's different. This is on uh, Jorge's. Yeah, yeah. There's BKFC, mm-hmm. which, which is, is just bare knuckle. Yes, but Jorge does MMA with bare knuckle, and they're doing MMA bare knuckle. Yes. Yeah. Oh damn, that's why it's it's better. I think. <laughs> For these guys, especially for Verdum. Yeah. Because yeah. his jiu-jitsu is insane. Tough fight for JDS. Of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. JDS um, looks insane there in that picture. <laughs> I do his that. head is just massive. I feel like they're both probably like, they're good. <laughs> they could do whatever they want now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, no. Gonna we, we're going full acai on yeah, this one. Yeah. And Verdum, the, the video he posted, yeah, we saw, yeah. it's like, good luck beating that thing. Mm-hmm. That dude is a monster. But that's good. Yeah. They're later in their lives, too, so it's all good. Yeah, I love yeah. Verdun, man. All right, so this was kind of big news in the beginning. So it's, the report was from TMZ that the Italian government actually requested uh, the Coliseum be a place that Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Elon Musk fight at, which would be, you know, historical, for, obviously. Historical? Right? <laughs> yeah, these two fucking big in the Coliseum. fighting in the Coliseum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys that lost their lives in the Coliseum just fighting like lines and shit mm-hmm. are like, are you shitting me? 2023, this is what we're getting? But shit, I mean, yeah. If you're doing Coliseum, tossing some swords and shit. That'd I know. be more fun. So what happened after this is like, uh, I guess the Italian government responded later saying that, no, we didn't, you know, it, there's nothing on paper. There's nothing, you know. I never believed any. First I, of all, yeah. I'll, I'll be very clear. Like, and I think even Chael came out. I was like, Mark Zuckerberg hit me up. I heard that's all bullshit. He made that up. I'm sure. Dude. Yeah. And then even like all these like rumors, like the Italian government, I was like, why would the Italian government trying to get this fight? Like, because they want the money, obviously. No, but I, it's, it's just not the the government's not going to do that. Like, no country's even like we want it here. It's just not. I don't think that's real. However, so okay, after that happened, Elon Musk did tweet this. He of course, keeps him in the news. <laughs> yeah, happens in Coliseum, and then uh, so once the the representatives from the government responded, uh, the original people that had you know the sources that they got that information from, they said that no, they. They did literally reach out to Zuckerberg and they're supposed to have a meeting like sometime this week or something. Who who run the Coliseum? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know which one to believe, but I I can totally imagine them reaching out and saying, like, you know, let's have a talk. Yeah, I guess. I is anybody else sick of this shit? It's like <laughs> what? Like it's the products gonna be so I mean, bad. If it, obviously, I don't think it's gonna happen, but if it does happen, it would be insane it'd be crazy yeah it, yeah it'd be I, I just think it didn't and who knows what's real anymore but didn't elon's mom like no you're not she, yeah but i mean elon's she, mom my mom would say the same thing i would i would fight still look at khabib doesn't his dad was like you're retiring after 30. Yeah, he retired died too. uh the klitschko brothers the mom was like you're never fighting they both retired mm. like some people are different than us and actually respect <laughs> it's not a piece of shit she's <laughs> like yeah but it's a mom i'd still fight okay well some people actually have respect for the parents and if the mom says no especially like if you're if you're elon's mom you're like what are you doing dude 
of you, course you're worth a trillion fucking dollars yeah i mean it'd be one thing if you were like if your son's down and out like has to do this for money or you know which would suck too bills no that's different that is different but it would suck you're too. fighting for your kids food or something like that but what are we doing here i know but i do i i still don't think it happens if it does it's just gonna be insane do it do it in the the coliseum but just have it that don't don't have the ufc like fighters involved in it don't just have it this weird gimmick like one-off don't have like other fighters on the card that's what they should do yeah and it says something like if they did fight in the coliseum the government would say that it would have to be a non-violent fight so i don't know what the hell that even means well, it's going to be nonviolent no matter how <laughs> they fight. There's going to be no, neither of the eye has the strength to hurt the other one, you know? Oh, gosh. You'll see more entertaining fights on World Star, but it's just because these two rich dudes want to fight for their egos. People are like, oh, this is sick. I mean, they're, yeah, they're doing what they should be doing, putting themselves in the news, in the media. Do, uh, should they be doing that, Jen? For what? For their businesses. More attention. For what, though? It has nothing to do with their business. Yeah, but there's more attention to them than people are looking. It has nothing to do with their business. It, this doesn't bring more value to Twitter, which or b- the boring uh, company that he owns. It doesn't. Pro- I think add- more attention will bring more people to your businesses. That's just what happens. How much more attention do you need? I know they don't need it. Facebook sure. is the biggest platform in the world. And by the way, these two guys, they're super like they're. They're not just super rich, but they're super famous. They want fame too. I already noticed this. It's from a just long an time ego ago. thing. Yeah. So it's yeah. all it is an so ego of course fame it's thing. Gonna help them. It uh, it it'll help them grow their their face. It's not going to help their companies. <laughs> so you think like so you think Solchen? You think people are going to watch Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg? Like I need to sign up for Facebook. No, but the, I think the more it's like some people don't even use Twitter. Some people don't even use whatever. So if they get to know that, you know, these guys are fighting, that he's the head of Twitter, head of whatever. It just, it just exposes you to that stuff that you would not have been Who, exposed but, to. So what, what column, I don't use Twitter, but what, col- what column of America and you're going to use it if you watch this fight? No, I'm just saying it'll no, open my eyes about to this. It. What, what people are going to tune in the fight culture, what people are going to tune in to watch two men fight that weren't aware or didn't already have facebook accounts already i hear what you're saying yeah <laughs> i got you. just say this is like a business this but, what, this is also, where i'm out this is where i i won't entertain when people go oh this is for it's a good business move or they're doing it for charity it's like that's how you know this is a gimmick and y'all are falling for it it's two rich dudes who are jumping the queue with egos yeah that's all this is there's nothing else to it that's all it is it's not for charity it's not to grow the twitter or facebook platform it's it's all this is is two rich dudes who have the power to do it and they're taking advantage of it. That's all this is. It's gonna be the worst fight you've ever seen. Of course, that's we'll watch be a great it. Fight. We'll watch it, but oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Elon it, that even Elon or Mark was like, man, I bet I could get some more subscribers to Facebook if I. Yeah, but Elon. You, so let me ask you this though. Let's say like you right now, you wanted to fight the Rock which we talked about before, right? If you fought The Rock, I'm sure there's people that are not aware of fighting the kid. They're not aware of the Golden Hour. They're not, they're not aware of Shop Show. They would have a little bit more interest in what those things are. talking about two completely different things. No, but I mean, it's- I'm no. nowhere near- I, I, I know, but facet. it's the same concept, though. It's not, though. Because you're, you're talking about, so do you think The Rock would gain more followers by fighting me? Maybe, yeah. Are you shitting me? How big he is? But there's people that- probably aren't fans of him right now there's like, not if he beat you in a fight there's not dude 
if there's not that the level that, the, at the level that they're at yeah there's they, they, they they're they're there they're on the top of mount Everest. but i'm saying all it can do is go down there's no more going up they you're can't me, gain more facebook followers you're telling me if the rock actually be, which he's not going to be able to do but if he beat you in a fight like literally beat you up in a fight he's not going to get more people no he stays exactly well, the same i completely disagree he's too famous <laughs> already I mean, of course, he's super famous, but still, it would, if you beat The Rock in the fight, you're getting more followers. Yeah, but Chin, you're comparing me to Elon Musk, The Rock, and Mark Zuckerberg. I'm just looking at it. One of us has something to gain. The others have <laughs> nothing to gain. Okay, we can disagree on this, but that, I Those guys are think. so famous. They're, the, everybody in the world knows who so they are. you think are. they would just lose followers? That, I don't think it get, gets, gains, puts more momentum in their business in any facet. All right, well. Who's going to be like, is that... I've never heard of this Mark Zuckerberg. He performed really well. I'm going to sign up for Facebook. <laughs> we all know Facebook already. No, no, no. The majority of the world knows Facebook. Let's break it down. Not sign up. For, so he's going to follow you, right? Okay, so. You got to take me out of it, Chin. That's really Okay, so argument. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg destroys Elon Musk, right? I don't follow Zuckerberg on Instagram or Facebook or anything, right? Or Twitter. I'm sure there's people that are fight fans that be like, oh, fuck. He's fucked up. Elon Musk that bad. They're more interested in I'm gonna go Zuckerberg. a Facebook account. So then if he no, no, if so they follow Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg has, has like, I'm sure, plenty of things he does on business wise, right? Even let's say merch. People will be buying that stuff too. You don't think that? Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have merch. He's I'm worth just saying sixty billion dollars. <laughs> he's not creating merch. He's not us chin. I think he's at such he's at such a different level. We think like this. Okay. He's at such a different level. Everyone knows who he is. Every you can go anywhere in the world, everyone knows. My mom Facebook. doesn't know who he is. My dad she knows what Facebook is. <laughs> she knows what Facebook is. My mom? Yes. No. <laughs> I guarantee your mom knows she has heard of Facebook. Stuff. By the way, even even if he, he won the fight, she wouldn't know. She wouldn't even know. What the, but the, the majority of the people, especially people that are tuning in, let's say, let's say it does something we've never heard of. Let's say it does fifty million pay per view buys. Fifty million. How many subscribers are on Facebook? Billions. It's the biggest social media platform in the world, by far. It's not even close. Billions. So if just a fraction of 50 million paid for that pay-per-view, it's still not going to add value to Facebook. Let's say 100 million. I'm not saying necessarily Facebook, but he does other stuff like metaverse bullshit and all, all the other stuff that he does. Like, who does the, go oh no, that's Apple, right? The goggles? That's Apple. Okay, wait, never mind. But yeah, just I'm sure he has other businesses and people will be more interested in him. And let's say he wants to do a jujitsu thing or whatever, blah, more people are interested in him. It might it might be good for jujitsu. It's going to be the opposite. More people might be like, more jujitsu community might be a fan of him. But then I'm like, I'm going to sign up for Facebook, man. I've never heard of this. <laughs> Not necessarily Facebook. Anyways, we're going to disagree on this. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the plus side for them at their level. Like right. when you're on top of Everest, you know, it's yeah. just like you're there. There's they, they can't get any bigger. You, they, they, they can't get any, both. Neither one of them can get more famous or bigger. That's why this is interesting. That's why people are like, oh, this is cool. They have nothing but just to lose here. They can't get any. The two of them cannot get any bigger. It's like Putin. Famous as fuck, dude. Putin took a fight. He's not going to gain more followers. Russia's not going to become cooler. <laughs> he's already bigger way too far down. no but they're both they're, 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 there's certain people that are in this stratosphere that you would never want to be in they're so high up there's nowhere for them to go dude they're they're up there there's the only way they can go is down
All right. There's nowhere for them so to go. So you're saying that you're not on the level of them, which, okay, that's fine. I, mean, I, I know, I know. Real I know. quick, just so we're very clear. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Dude. I know. <laughs> level of fame, I'm I'm down where the Titanic's at. All right. They're... They're up at, you know, in Mars. That's the difference between how famous we are. So I, we can at least agree, agree on this. I'm sure if you destroyed the the rock, which you would probably, I mean, you would do. You would destroy the rock in an actual fight. That would help. You would get. A, that, that would help Brendan. Yeah, yeah. So you, because, you're saying at, at this particular because level. Because I'm not flying at their altitude. So you're saying at that level. I'm, I'm, I'm down in the ocean bottom right now. <laughs> okay. man. All right. We're good. It would help me out. But when they're both right. that famous, it's like, it's like Brad Pitt, George Clooney. Okay. Yeah, fellas, you know, it's, at that point, it's just a risk for them. Now they might get they might get some uh, people are like yeah, it's good for them for doing that, you know. But that's it; <laughs> they have nowhere to go unless so, unless Elon comes out like head kick KOs them, then then that's really gonna fuck up Mark Zuckerberg. Now he's not gonna lose subscribers on Facebook; his business isn't gonna go down. There's nothing to do with it. Do you think you know? a head kick KO from Elon Musk, right? Head kicks out Zuckerberg like crazy. You think <laughs> that'd be the most watched? Do you think knockout? Do you think more people be sports? More, but would you think more people would be more inclined to buying some <laughs> Teslas or Tesla stock? After it has that? nothing to do with zero. It. No, because right. the, the especially the people at that level of that business negotiating, they're like, this is barbaric. <laughs> like they're not gonna be like, nah, I want, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna vote for that guy. What the fuck he's doing? You know? All right. I, I get what you're saying. But I, I just don't think it works out. That third level. You're saying it at that threshold, at that. There's high nothing else level, they yeah. can do. Okay. There, there's literally nothing. I'm cool with do. that. I'm cool yeah. with that. All right. So this is cool, but it also sucks at the same time. So Tyson Fury. This is not guaranteed, but apparently uh, Frank Warren, who's Tyson Fury's manager, he said that there's something crazy in the you know that's going to happen with Tyson Fury. It's going to be like you know game a game changer in sports. So. The rumor is that they're going to do an ex, uh, an exhibition exhibition boxing match with Tyson Fury and Francis Gano, where it's not guaranteed, but they couldn't have any knockdowns or something like that. So it's an oh, exhibition, gay. which would suck, yeah. So that's what the rumors are right now. So and I think the, Eddie Hearn's the one that uh, what's said the it. point exactly? So there's no knockouts, there's no like no knockdowns, real yeah. fighting. So it's an actual it's exhibition. Like Tyson versus Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would not be the way to go for sure. And that's also not going to sell at all. Yeah, at all. Hey, come check out these guys. Like, move around a little bit, dude. That's the worst thing they could do. Yeah, that'd be an awful (laughs) mistake for Francis, man. When you leave the UFC thinking you get this big fight, they're like, "We'll do it," but we can actually hit each other. That's what we want to see. They'd be better off doing the WWE. Like, you get more eyeballs. That fan base knows the deal. They train for it. They look good. You get that WWE fan base. Doing a fake boxing match, it's it's going to turn all fight fans off. Yeah. So you're not getting that support. WWE fans don't give a shit. Might as well do in WWE if you're going to fake it. No, I agree. So yeah, if that happens, that sucks. If it's not a real boxing match. Uh, honestly, I would rather watch Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fight <laughs> than, this is insane, than Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou do a fake boxing match. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at. I'd way, way rather watch the Zuckerberg Elon Musk, regardless. What? All right, so <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, over Tyson Fury and no, Francis. If it was a real, a real fight, and a real, real fight, fight, of course, man. Oh, yeah. I'm like, damn, we got to fire each other. Right. <laughs> it's just different opinions. Um, so well, I didn't know that Barry Bonds was doing jujitsu, but apparently he just received his blue belt for for uh, <laughs> just jujitsu. And I'll play this clip at? here. In I looked up NorCal? the guy's name. 
I don't know the the actual place. Do you know this guy, John J. Evolve? Yeah, Evolve John J. Gennaro, Hanero, whatever. That's where he is. Evolve's a big chain. I trained at Evolve in uh, Brazil. That's cool. Yeah, I just didn't even know he was even doing jujitsu, but yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think that's pretty much it for current events. Those were good, man. Cool, dude. That's it. That's it. All right, kids, UFC 290 this freaking weekend. Headliner, Volkanovski, Yari Rodriguez, Bram Moreno, Pantoja, Robert Whitaker, Duplices, Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker, Bo Nickel, the great white hype versus Gore is going down. Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. If you're not buying this card, you just don't like fighting. Yeah, it's a bunch of mismatches, and there's a lot of favorites on there. You're going to kick some faces and eat some dicks, but it's a great card. Definitely tune in. Um, that's it, kids. Love you guys. Happy July 4th. Be careful of those fireworks if you're actually doing the old school type of celebration. But uh, happy uh, July 4th. And uh, yeah, man, tune in, like, subscribe, share with your friends. Love you guys. Be safe out there. Happy July 4th. I'm out.